close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, thanks for joining me today. If I look a little rosy, it's because I have been at the local nursery getting the rest of my vegetables I'm planting and planting them. So it's a very warm day today. It's 94 here in the Verde Valley in Arizona. Um, Today's topic is Oracle Cards and Angelic Messages. And I've really been looking forward to sharing this one with you. Um, Also, First, I want to say hello to my listeners in Saratoga Springs, New York. Yes, I see you there. Thank you so much. I see those numbers growing regularly. So somebody told somebody, and I always appreciate referrals, both for clients and for my podcast. So thank you so much for spreading the word about the show. Let's jump into this. Um, When I was new as a reader back in the 90s, I did use cards. And even then, I didn't realize that I didn't do card readings the way people who do strictly card readings do it, which is you pull a card, you read what's on the card, and then you look it up in the little book that comes with it. Let me show you. Well, I will show you. I don't want to show you quite yet. A little book comes with a set that tells you what each card means. Well, to me, um, very quickly, I realized that that doesn't that doesn't feel like a psychic reading to me that just anybody can pull a card and read what it means in the little book. So I steered away from that from the beginning and really tuned into what I get. Um, I want to share with you kind of the difference here. Like we're talking about Oracle cards. The reason I like Oracle cards is there's very little writing on them. I don't like it when there's a paragraph of writing, because again, that goes back to a leading, leading you as the reader as, or as an individual as to what you're getting. I don't want anything. It's kind of like when a client comes to see me or sets up a virtual session and they're telling me their question. I want to know as little about it as possible. Just ask your question because it can really color what I get. So uh, I just assume maybe tell me a name and ask me what's going on with them, you know, but I want to show you the cards that I use. And it's, it's kind of funny. I got to explain this. This is the box they come in. Angels of Atlantis. I have no idea why Atlantis is in there because there's nothing about them that's about Atlantis. And these are Archangel cards. So, of course, I'm going to be drawn to that. Uh, My mentor is the one who turned me on to these cards, and, and they're still my favorite. I have a lot of different decks of cards, but I use these most of the time, 95% of the time. So, for example, let's say you pull a card. This one has Archangel Raphael at the top and the word cleansing at the bottom. 
If you were doing a card reading, you would go, oh, okay, here's the little book that comes with the set. And you'd look up Archangel Gabriel and you'd look up cleansing and see what it says. I'm sorry, Raphael. I said a little sun got to me clearly. I wonder, I'm like, I can't find that one. That's how I know the sun got to me. Okay. I'm still working my way there here, folks. Here we go. So there's a paragraph in here under cleansing, and you just read what it means. Great. There's nothing wrong with reading that. Like if you're doing this for yourself and and you want to pull a card, I would say the best thing is to take the cards and shuffle them. They're really thick and big cards, these, this particular deck. So this is how I shuffle them. I take a section, move them around. I, I don't I had a couple of people with big and strong enough hands they could they could shuffle these like a regular deck of cards, but I can't. So that's what I do. I just shuffle them good. And then you would spread them out, even for yourself. You would spread them out. Oh, it's hard to show you in this, like this, except face down. So you're going to see them like that. And then I do think, I let my clients touch my cards. I don't have a thing about that. So I have them run their fingers. And if we're doing a virtual session, I tune into them and I run my finger over it. Sometimes I say, tell me when to stop, stop. And I pull that card or I just pull one if I feel intuitively, if they don't really want me to pull one themselves. So this one is Raziel, Archangel Raziel intuition. So I'm going to look at that card and I'm going to, I'm going to put it down. I just glance at the name of the Archangel. I glance at the word at the bottom. And as I'm doing that glancing, I'm tuning into that seeing, do I get a psychic hit for this client? for myself, if I was pulling it for myself, about the name of the archangel. And if I do, I'm going to tell them about that archangel and what they specifically oversee, what what they're good to seek help for, why that archangel might be with them at this time. More often, not always, but more often, if I'm going to get a psychic hit about a card, it's probably going to be the word at the bottom. So in this case, it was intuition. So what I do, and this is just my method, you, nobody has to do my method, but I can only share with you what I do. So I look at that word, I, let's say I get a psychic hit, intuition is important for this client or for myself. So I'm going to approach this as if, as if you came to me as a client and I see that word and get a hit and I'm going to tune into that. And the first thing I'm going to ask myself psychically is, does this client have strong intuition and I'll get a yes, a no, or sort of, does this client need to work on their intuition? Yes, no. Another thing that usually occurs to me with that particular word, if I get a hit is I'll say, are they receiving important intuitive information right now that they need to be aware of? Very often that's what it is. So I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm getting a yes or no. So it lets me know the direction to start looking in because when you're getting information intuitively, you can be hit with so many things all at once. It's really hard to sort it all out. And I'm a very logical, organized person, practical. And so I try to organize it out. So for me, it works well to do this because then let's say I get a psychic hit. Yes, that this client needs to work on their intuitive skills. So I'm going to start tuning into that and see what I'm getting. And sometimes I'll get wow, this person has potential to really have great intuition. Um, they've worked on it a little bit, but they need to really dedicate themselves at this time. It's important to get full 
uh, psychic hits for themselves from themselves that they really tune in and start building that intentionally. And I'll I'll tell my client that. Or if I if I got a message that this person uh, is receiving intuitive messages that are important, I'll I will start talking to the client about this and say, listen, is there anything that you've been receiving a message about recently more than once, usually at least three times in a short period of time? that maybe you don't understand or you don't like or you don't want to act on. And they'll think about it. Sometimes they can think about it during the session. And I don't push that. Honestly, you can't make yourself remember something in a in the heat of the moment. So sometimes they'll say, you know, that's why I have you, you know, record your sessions. So you can listen to this later. Think about this. And if something occurs to you, listen to this, listen to the recording of this session again. And you could also, once you know what it is, set up another session. Let's talk about that specifically. But I'm getting that there's something important and you're not getting your own intuition about it. When that happens to me, I know I'm getting it. I just don't want to act on it. So that was more in the past than it has been any time recent. But let's say my intuition is telling me a person's not stable enough to go into business with. And I know that, like I can see it psychically, intuitively. I can feel it. I can see it. But I really like this person. And so I decide I'm going to go into business with them anyway. And then, well, eventually it hits the fan because that person was not stable enough in multiple levels. And so that's just an example. Another example I can think of from long ago that truly happened to me was I met somebody and was very attracted to this person. And my intuition was telling me something's off. And I didn't want to listen to it because this person had a lot of qualities that I was looking for. And they ticked off, you know, a lot of check marks I I liked. I don't do that so much anymore. But I didn't want to listen. I wanted to date that person. And it led to a serious dark night of the soul. I, I wrote about this in my book, um, let your angels lead, you know, that that was that particular relationship that I refer back to in that. Um, your intuition will tell you things your brain and your heart don't want to hear. And it happens in card readings too. So um, I don't want to say, I don't, I take that back. This is not card reading. This is doing an intuitive or psychic reading using cards as a tool to tune into the person you're reading for or the question they're asking about, I do a lot of of, uh, corporation and business readings. And so I'll be tuning into the name of the business or the company that wants to acquire them or merge with them or or the the person they're thinking of hiring as a CFO and a person they suspect might be doing something illegal or um, the expected revenue for that company in the immediate years to come challenges they're going to be having, for example. So I'm tuning into that specific, one of those specific things, not all of that at once, but one of those specific things and seeing what comes up. So you can do this with any cards you choose. The reason I say, you know, that it's about angelic messages is if you want to get specifically angelic messages, then I suggest you get a a set of Oracle cards that are angelic in theme. And I have other ones, but 
If you can use Oracle cards, you'll actually be using more of your own intuition instead of the cards. Um, if you decide, like you, maybe you already have a deck or two or more, some people tend to collect those, right? I know I have, of cards that have angels, but they have a lot of writing on them, then you could put a, have a piece of paper ready to just put over the paragraph at the bottom. So all you see is maybe the word at the top and the picture on it. See if that helps you let go, because it's kind of like if somebody's, this is what I, one thing I, I do not like and stop in a reading is when someone says, three other psychics told me X, Y, Z. And I say, hey, I don't want to hear any of that because it doesn't matter. Even if I told you that three times, all that matters is what we get today. There is nothing carved in stone. Things can turn on a dime. There are many pivotal points for all of us in many different areas of life where things can change. So let's just go fresh. Ask me the question. I never want to know what I said before or another psychic said before. So don't look back at your old notes. And I do encourage you to make notes about what you got for yourself in a reading. It's good practice. And then you can see how true that was as life unfolds. So if you if you wait to look back at your notebook, at your journal of your readings, you won't be influenced by what you got before, which could really throw you off course because life has changed around you. It's not just about you. It's about every other person involved, everyone they're involved with and everything they do and you do or don't do. So you can see how things can be headed down one path and go, boom. That's not some pathetic excuse for why things don't come true. It's a reason why I never tell somebody something is 100% sure. I will sometimes tell them the energy around this is extremely high. I say it's extremely likely or very likely that this will occur or won't occur. I never guarantee something that is foolish because, again, it's not written in stone. But I have enough things that are that are right that... People keep coming back to me and referring other people to me. So I know for myself, my own intuitive hits are correct. So let's get back to talking about angelic messages, though. So let's see, talk about how you can use a deck of cards like this to talk to your angels. I like it. If you already have a tie to angels and archangels, this will be even easier for you. You don't have to be an angel person like me, like born seeing, hearing angels, you don't have to have that, just that you feel a connection to them. That can be personally, religiously, whatever it may be. So let's say you do that and you do the same thing. You're going you're gonna to fan out the cards like that. And I would say, depending on what's going on in your life, um, I would start by asking my angels, angels, if you have a specific question, what do you think about this person, you know, and then stop when you feel like that's a good card for you. And this one has Archangel Michael, I am presence, which is about your connection to your higher power, God, higher power. So then you're going to tune into, okay, Archangel Michael is the defender, the warrior. And then we're talking about your connection to God or your higher power. What do you get about that? Just sit for a moment Try not to stress about it. Don't try to force anything. Just the best thing is to get very relaxed. Breathe calmly and slowly. Make sure your body is comfortable and relaxed. And just allow those messages to come to you. Because again, your angels are going to communicate with you telepathically. 
So you're going to hear those messages in your head. And it's very easy if you're if you're trying to push yourself to receive something specific, you could miss their message entirely. So what you want to do is just relax and let it flow, see what comes up and have a, have a pen and some paper, or if you want to type on your laptop, I don't care how you do it. Just take some notes, the day, the time, and what you received, what your question was, what the card you pulled, what has on it, and what you received, and then put that away. You know, let's see how it goes. I think it's a really good test when you're new at this to fan the cards out and ask your angels something like, angels, what is an important message for me today? Because you want to start seeing the results of your your studies, your practice as quickly as you can. So what do you want me to know today, angels? And in this case, you're talking to your own team, your own angelic team of angels and guides. So let's say you fan out those cards, here they are, and you're running your fingers over them and you just feel like, yeah, that's the one, pull it. It's Archangel Uriel, who is about transmuting negative energy into positive energy. And the word at the bottom is trust. So today is important for you to start. If there's anything you're feeling negative about or negative emotions, anger, jealousy, envy, any of those things that just really lower your frequency, it's a good time to shift that into a positive. Try try to transmute that and uh Sometimes it's really just about transmuting the emotion that you have about what happened. We can't fix everything and we can't change other people, but we can transmute our own reaction to things that happen in life. And as far as the word trust at the bottom, I would say, again, it's the thing to ask yourself, angels, am I? do I need to open myself up to trusting more today and see if you get a yes or a no? And Or you could say, am I trusting too much? Do you feel like I need to shut my trust down a bit today? Ask that. Those are good beginning things to start with because all you need to know is your yes or no from your angels. So how do you do that? You sit quietly. You ask your angels to come in and surround you, all your angels and guides. And you just make sure your feet are flat on the floor. Your arms and legs are uncrossed. You're comfortable breathing easily. And you ask your angels, let me feel what a yes is from you. For me, my yes for my angelic team is chills. I get chills that sweep up my legs. And sometimes if they really want to get my attention or they're really emphasizing something, I'll even have chills on my head. And as you can see, I don't have short hair. If I did, my hair would go on end, but it doesn't. So I'll just get really hard chills that are almost painful if the angels are real, if it's a real adamant yes. If it's a no, I feel nothing. If it's maybe, I'll feel like these tentative waves of chills, but nothing like a yes. It's sort of like it comes and goes lightly. Yours could be something completely different. And you need to practice that until you know for sure what your yes, your no, and your maybe is. Because a maybe is also a sort of. So you may be a little off track. And to me, the sort of, if that's how you're communicating with your angels, all you can get is yes, no, and maybe. It helps you redirect a little till you can pinpoint the question you're asking to get a yes or no. So it's kind of like, remember that game, you're colder, you're warmer, hot, hot. It's like that with your angels until you can hear their messages, hear them in your head. Um, This is just takes you another step closer to that. The book is kind of, is kind of handy. 
Um, I rarely look at mine, but one thing these books do have that come with the sets is they tell you some different spreads that you can try, like uh, the one card spread or the 12 card spread tells you how to lay this out, what each card will mean for you. When I was new, I would do um, past, present, future, and then I would do, um, oh gosh, what were the other two? Past, present. Sometimes I just did past, present, future, but I had another. Oh, I had and I had a love and I had a business. So sometimes when people had no questions, and especially in my early days when I don't think I'd honed myself nearly to the point, my gosh, that was 94. Uh, I hadn't honed my skills to the, nearly to the level they are now. And so it made it easier for me when people would call me because I worked for um, a hotline based in Sedona in the beginning. And I didn't use my own name or show my face because I was working in the field of mental health. Not exactly a good match. But they would call and say, I want to know um, what you get about my business. And they have no questions. I would make them tell me the name of their business because I can't read without knowing the name to tune into. And I would just say, here's what I get for t- for now, you know, past, present, future. And then instead of the love and business, the, both those questions would be about business. Now, if you're reading for somebody else, you know, if you hone your skills to the point where you're ready to start practicing for other people, which I highly recommend, I did that a lot for years for people. And I really didn't tell anybody I was doing this work because again, I I worked in administration and mental health and seeing clients, patients. No, that's not good. So they wouldn't have understood. So what you can do is, is have them come prepared with some questions for you. And it's a good idea to stay away from health unless you're a medical intuitive trained for that at some level. Uh, It's a good idea to stay away from money unless you're trained for that as well. Those are areas where you can get yourself in trouble and stick with people's favorite is love. You can never go wrong with love. So they always have questions about relationships. um, And there's nothing wrong with asking generalized questions about their business. Like sometimes uh, people come to me and say, I'm thinking of starting, let's say, a hair salon or a chain of hair salons. And. Uh, I'll ask, okay, what name are you going by? Well, we have three. I said, do you mind if I hear all three of them? And so I'll hear that and I'll tell them which one my angels are giving me the biggest yes on. And most often they end up going with that name. But you you don't have to use this for intuition. For intuition, you can use it for strictly angelic messages. It's up to you. So it's your intention at the beginning of the reading, whether it's for yourself or for someone else, as to where that information is coming from. Unless you state otherwise, it would be your own intuition. So if you want your angels to chime in, you need to know the yes, no, and hopefully a maybe. Yet You could start with a yes or no, and then um, ask them at the beginning, say, angels, I'd like you to give me messages about these questions I'm getting ready to ask you, or this person's getting ready to ask. Um, then they'll know, they'll do it. Um, It was kind of funny. I'll just say that I did not initially include angels in so many of my sessions, but they started coming in when I was doing healing work on people. I used to do hands-on healing for a long time and angels would come in and I could feel them coming in and helping me, sending their energy through mine. 
Then they were coming in for mediumship. Then they were coming in for psychic. And then they always came in for angel readings. But then they started coming in for pretty much everyone for everything. And that could happen for you as well. So go with it. Ride with it. Be prepared to kind of go with the flow. And it just takes practice to build your confidence that you're getting yes, no, or maybe from your angels, that you can trust your intuition, that you're getting real angelic messages. Uh, I think you're going to like that a lot. Uh, I wanted to tell you, um, I have a class coming up on my Patreon page, which is also the Angel Room, that's strictly about journals, where I'm going to show you some of the journals that I've done over the 40 years and talk about my journaling process um, again, I'm giving away a free a free week membership right now. And even if you decide to pay, it is you can join for so low. And it's a lot of exclusive information and classes and events over there. So you might want to check that out. Uh, tune in next Sunday. I'm so excited because my guest is Sherry Tisdale. You might remember her. She was here a few months ago. Sherry has some more fabulous stories. Oh, my goodness. We're going to be talking about her experience with angels, her personal experience with miracles happening, and her spiritual gifts, kind of the outline of how this how this opened up. And you might see some of yourself in this as well. So uh, I'll be continuing this conversation over on Patreon if you're interested in hearing more about Oracle Cards. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you later. episode.